I'm author Mark Muncy. And I'm author Erica Lance. And this is Eerie Travels. Greetings, travelers. Okay, that was, now you're just getting weird. Now you're just getting cocky and weird with your greetings, travelers crap. Can't well, even take I, it anymore. Greetings, travelers. No, we love our travelers. We really do. We really do. Especially on today's episode, which is yes. exciting. We, we love our listener tales, but we've also gotten some fun with this. So I think uh, you guys are going to enjoy this ride quite a bit because we've enjoyed getting these. These are uh, also, not only are we going to do some listener tales, which you guys are responding well with, but we've also gotten some questions, just, you know, quick, you know, rapid fire questions that uh, we're going to do. So I think we're going to have fun with that. So I think we are too. And it's, uh, first of all, we should just state, well, we, anyway, we'll get to breaking news in a second before we start. Um, we love it when you guys reach out to us. Please feel yeah. free to ask us anything. We will absolutely answer to the best of our ability. I will say 98% of questions. If you get too, I'm not going to say weird, but don't get too stalker creepy. That That's where we're <laughs> going to draw a line. But if you, you can ask us any amount of weird questions you want to, because uh, we, we love hearing from you and we love your support. So thank you. Please, if you haven't already, like, subscribe to us, because believe it or not, it tells our AI overlords that you do like us and that yes. you want to hear more from us. So, and get all your friends to listen, because, you know, word of mouth is kind of a, a kick-ass thing. Look, I waited eight seconds so I can say ass. There and, you go. That works. And Callie, our amazing producer, cannot say anything about the fact that I said, wait, ass. So. <laughs> I got my finger on the bleep button. Yeah. All right. I wish there was a bleep button. That would be pretty badass. But um, you know, when we install that in the new uh, secret underground bunker, we'll put in a bleep button. <laughs> Don't tell people that because they're going to go looking for our bunker. Um, okay, so do we want to start with breaking news and then dive in? What We have breaking news. Okay, I love this because... Uh, well, there are layers to why I love this. And you're going to know right away, Mark, when I read this to you. Um, so this is from our friends at Paranormality Magazine. Don't forget to use the code TRAVELERS if you... Travels. 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 Oh my gosh. Travels. Thank you. Anyway, I have chocolate milk. I'm not going to say what I put in the chocolate milk. It's not just chocolate milk. Okay. Um, th what this says is reality firm collaborates with paranormal team to verify home is not haunted. A reality firm. Realty. Yeah, realty. Did I say reality? Realty. You said reality. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to do so well with reading. Are you, words. were you on a plane recently and were afraid that the person wasn't real? <laughs> yeah, I, I, my reality. Okay. In a society known for superstitions, a property agency faced an unusual challenge when tasked with selling an alleged haunted house in Klang, Malaysia. To reassure potential customers, they took a unique approach, seeking the help of a paranormal research team. The property in question was rumored to have a dark history, which claims that the previous owners had tragically taken their own life. Keen on dispelling the rumors and certifying the property's safety, the property agency hired a paranormal research team whose investigation garnered significant attention on the KL 
Slangor League Long Properties Facebook page. I hope I said that correctly. I, I, I'm sure we didn't, but that's okay. Okay, but <laughs> we included the link. I'm not going to go through all the details, but it's very interesting that um, I think they took a brilliant approach to this because if yeah. somebody's like, you can't do this because it's haunted, good, go get the people that generally can say whether or not anything is yeah. detected in the location. Well, that was one of the yeah i love over here in the states it's become a fun thing to have a haunted location so you know that's actually a tourist draw so you know in certain areas certainly like new orleans saint augustine you know the the hot spot saint salem and uh you know even here in saint pete we went to a restaurant called sesh which is an old uh haunted location and they've embraced it they've got Ghostbusters paintings on the walls and Beetlejuice and Candyman's written backwards in the bathroom. So when you look in the mirror, you see it written right. <laughs> it's, it's well, a... and there are some places, but like we had a recent episode where they bought a haunted house and then the people were out within 30 days. Within 30 days. Too yeah. much. So I think if you buy it knowing what it is and knowing all that stuff and that's why you're buying it, go team. If you happen to be, you know, allergic to paranormal so to speak like carrie not really allergic but that it doesn't manifest yeah they're, they're allergic to her yeah but i think for for me for instance if somebody's like yeah yeah this is haunted blah blah i'd be like nope nope super super not doing that under any circumstances i will hard pass on that thank you so that is that is my feeling but i think that's um very interesting so um, any realtors out there that are kind of wondering about a location? There are so many amazingly good, highly reputable paranormal teams. So find out because they also do a very good job. Um, the good ones of doing the history of that house. Yeah, they, they do both sides of it. Not only like what's going on right now, but what is the history of the house? Right. Yep. So and that's, you know, and that's uh, honestly, uh, people have asked since I'm moving uh, are, am, have, have I mentioned that this was Hellview? And I'm like, well, they can Google that. So, yeah. so the answer to that, by the way, for our lovely listeners is no, he did not mention that. I'm not going out of my way to say it. You don't have to. Which no. I was going to say, I think in Florida, you're not required to say that you built the haunted house on property. I think like you sort of found a loophole in a technicality. You right. do have to say if somebody was murdered in the house, I think, but yeah, I think, I think there has to be, it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. If you Google our address, it does straight up say help you cemetery. It also says that for like DoorDash. So a lot of DoorDashers would be like, this is a house. This is not a cemetery. Why is it incorrectly labeled? This makes no sense. Um, do, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> on, on the topic of ghosts and realtors, um, there is an episode of Nathan for You, which is an incredible show that I love very much, hmm. uh, where he, he like does a thing where he like builds businesses and like boosts them. And there is a whole episode where he is talking to a realtor and he's like, the way that you tap into this untapped market is you have a medium declare this house a ghost free house and you go through like the whole process and they like actually do an exorcism on the episode because one of the houses has a ghost and she becomes like the ghost realtor and it's like a whole thing nice it's a very good show it sounds awesome very cool 
Sorry, that's a Muncie tangent. I'll, I'll no, get out I of your hair. No, no, that was great. I appreciate all of the Muncie, Muncie tan, tangents. Yep, we love our rabbit holes. Okay, so. I'm going to use like our all bunny the trails, as we call yeah. them. <laughs> um, so we have a so we have a unique episode with the questions today, but you got two back to back Bigfoot stories. Yeah, I got two. They were literally uh, I got them both the same day, and I had to you know we had to put them aside. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the first one now. Remember, all right? So uh, you know, trigger warning, gang. As always, we get these. We get your listener tales, we get your you know letters, and we read them, and we do a brief skim of them. We do not uh you know go through them beforehand. So there might be triggering stuff in these, but I don't think so. I well but, uh, I think our amazing question advised. Our amazing producer already ran the trigger warning at the top of the episode because we have a listener tales trigger warning. All right. So it's You're, good to re-verify it though. Re-verifying. So You're on thin ice, Muncie. No more slip-ups this episode. Uh Oh, Oh, man. All right. Well, all right. So this was the first letter I got and had to share. It's like, all right. So this is how it starts is there is more to Bigfoot than just believing. Even if you don't believe Bigfoot himself, uh, uh, even if you don't believe Bigfoot himself doesn't care and still exists. I was not a believer until seven years ago. My first encounter is these photos attached, and I'm going to see if we can put them up on the uh, Instagram here, gang. Uh, uh, and the you know, and we're on Threads now, so we'll be there too. But uh, 2016 in Troy, Missouri, I got out of the car at a local fishing spot off Cuvery River. I think it's Cuvery River. Uh, it was a spot under the bridge people like to hang out at. It was 45 degrees and raining. I was walking to my car to leave after enjoying some time down there and caught out of the corner of my eye, huge prints coming out of the river. I am no stranger to animal tracking and can confirm these prints were just a couple hours old. It was raining and anything would have been washed out soon. Anyway, the prints the prints sank in the mud three times my weight. And at the time I was 150. So I know we were talking damn near a five or 600 pounds easily. It had three toes, which I later Googled as a sign of incest in Sasquatch, common wait, in Missouri. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, of course, need to stop you at that. Yes. The incest? I, that is a theory. Okay, you're going to have to explain that to me before I go further because Sasquatch incest was not a term I was prepared to hear when we were <laughs> But it's a fantastic band name. Oh my God. That would be oh my, my 80s cover band, yes. <laughs> Sasquatch uh, incest, okay. Yeah, um, um, or definitely talk to our author friend, Honey Cummings. That might be uh, <laughs> one of her next titles. But uh, no, uh, it's also, you know, uh, the... Um, you know, the skunk ape is sometimes with four toes. And uh, there are some, you know, Dave Sheely's is a four-toed print. Uh, there are some prints that are a lot of four-toed prints, a lot of five-toed prints. But then there are some that are three toes. Uh, that's more common in the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Australian ones. But uh, the uh, Missouri monster supposedly was a three-toed mon- uh, thing. So up in Missouri, this is common. 
this is not explaining the Bigfoot incest situation. Is there something you know about? That is where I specifically stopped this listener tale at <laughs> incest. So is there a theory about Bigfoot well, incest? Though the theory is because this does happen in some primates uh, that if they you know are one small group and they keep you know grouping together that they the you know they have mutations and you know three toes or three fingers is one of those that is uh, a a thing so if they are a physical beast which you know that's the debate the great debate is uh you know would it could it possibly have three toes if it's you know if there's only like let's say three mating pairs and they just keep mating and mating and mating and then their kids mate and then their kids mate guess what you know you don't have a family tree you have a family branch and three toes there you go i am so glad we had trigger warnings on this episode um okay <laughs> um i'm going to let the incest topic go at this point and fascinating continue on with the listener tale mark all right well the prince walk pigeon toed meaning outward uh but a bear would walk inward so this is no bear no claws just toes about 15 inches long trampled over a thorn bush and walked into the forest some of these prints were nearly five feet apart no human could even take these strides not to mention anyone would get hypothermia because this beast came out of the river that morning now my second encounter was two years ago off-grid camping off the Huzzah river in steelville missouri it was just on the sand bank off of property off of private property no water no electric no lights just the forest in a tent. We were setting up camp. I stopped to look at the sun, slowly make its way over the tree line, getting ready to set. The minute the sun went below the trees and darkened the forest, it got quiet. Nothing was heard at all. I turned around to look at my BF to say something, and we heard a loud whoop, whoop, just about 500 feet up the bank in the trees. I knew instantly. I've heard these recordings many, many times. Next thing I know, another one from about a mile away sounds off like a whoop. I couldn't lie. I was absolutely relieved. I knew it was a, I'm here, where are you kind of communication. And I knew instantly that the Bigfoot right next to us was going to follow or pursue its buddy in the other direction. So I calmed down and got back to doing our thing. My BF from STL, so I couldn't tell his scary city ass what that was. It I was think that's, so, is it that Salt Lake City? Salt Lake, I guess yeah. I would say. SDL, yeah. yeah. It was his first time camping. Hours later, once it was actually dark, we heard something walking up on the riverbank, but couldn't see anything, nothing. It was like impossible. We could clearly hear walking right in front of us in the tree line and didn't see zip, even with flashlights. I'm assuming it was them checking us out. They moved on after a while and didn't bother us at all. You can tell they were just seeing what we were up to. And once they established us as no threat, they went right on about their night. I can't lie. I was honestly relieved it was Bigfoot, not anything else people see out in the woods. Folks, if you only knew what people saw out there, it makes Bigfoot look like a teddy bear. I'll take a Bigfoot any day because I know they don't mess around with any other cryptids and they protect what is theirs. Whether you believe or not, don't be an idiot and go out anywhere unarmed, please. I was armed that night because uh, camping 
because I already knew what was out there and didn't want to stop living that life out of fear. Thank you for your time. Be safe. They are anywhere we are not, whether it's in a shadow 10 feet from you or a field a mile from you anywhere. Keep me anonymous, but I want Mark and Erica's take on Bigfoot. Because we really haven't wow. done a Bigfoot episode yet. So No, we haven't done a Bigfoot episode yet. And, and, we're, and I'm sure we'll do many Bigfoots because we're going to the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Festival. Yeah. So Mark, I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> do you see how I did that? It was strategy. What are my thoughts on this, right? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I love his thing. You know, you may not believe in Bigfoot, but that doesn't mean Bigfoot doesn't mean believe in you. And, um, you know, and that area, like I said, the Missouri monster, Momo, the Missouri monster is from up that area. Uh, a very well-documented Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Uh, there are tons of legends in that area of sightings, tons of reports of sightings. The natives in that area discussed it. The whoop whoop sound is a common thing that Bigfoot hunters like to report on. They love saying that that is how they communicate. Uh, it is unusual. I'm I I do like that that is part of you know Bigfoot hunting now is trying to figure out how they communicate. Well, and uh, I do my favorite part of the end though is that you know he's got the flashlights and they can't see it but they can hear it. Yeah, that could be anything, you know, in the woods. And the other craziness is that uh talking about that Bigfoot doesn't mess around with other cryptids. That seems to be the case. If if you got a Bigfoot, you're not going to have a lake monster or other things in the area. But I do like he was kind of talking about fae and maybe even insinuating dogman and some other creatures out there that you know, he was much more afraid of than a Bigfoot, so. Yeah, no, I would, I'm going to just say I absolutely love the idea of having more listener tales about whatever else he's talking about, because that sounds creepy and weird. Um, I will say this, we've had several stories on this podcast so far about, I want to say similar encounters with a Bigfoot, right, yeah. where it's out in the woods. It's close to them. We had the one where the gentleman was talking about his grandfather and where he'd leave a bowl of soup for the Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Leaving them things uh, like that. And um, so I would say this. As far as the, um, I, I think, you know, there are so many things out in the forest. And one of the things they talk a lot about with the Bigfoot is how it camouflages well in trees, right? So trees brush stuff like that it's it, it you don't see it if it you it doesn't want you to see it it's not easy unless because all of the bigfoot stuff and the pictures and things are all things out in the um when it's out not in the middle of a, a heavily thickened foresty type area right or rocky area so yeah um i'm i'm glad you're taking the approach you are with bigfoot obviously continue to be careful but i'm glad they checked you out and didn't feel like you were going to be harmful so that means you're probably a pretty cool person so i'm gonna throw that out there yep don't don't mess with them they don't mess with you seems to yep. be the rule i like it i like it okay so next one um this is from a joe kramer so hello joe i have an interesting bigfoot story and hopefully joe that this chocolate milk will not impede me reading your story. So let's go. <laughs> uh, 
My first wife back in the mid nineties was a little off the wall into crazy stuff. She was pretty normal. <laughs> I like that right off the bat. I, oh God, I'm going to appreciate the crap out of this story. I can already tell. Okay. <laughs> she was pretty normal when I met her. Then in a short period of time, she quit her job, got accept, obsessed with fortune telling, clairvoyant psychics, like really, really obsessed with it. Wow. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. You know, there's the initial honeymoon phase of any relationship. And then there's when you quit your job to become a psychic. <laughs> when you got a gift, you got a gift, Joe. Yeah. Um, I... Anyway, <laughs> I must have also been intrigued by it because I married her in a short period of time. Woo, good job. Okay. Good. We drove to Canada for a honeymoon and upon arriving uh, sorry, upon driving through a remote area, she started telling me a story about how she was stalked by a Bigfoot. I was oh, like, God. you couldn't have told me this before I said I do. Stalked <laughs> 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 oh. by Bigfoot is another one of my 80s cover bands, I think. that <laughs> Yeah, we need to make a list of 80s cover band titles and we can have our listeners vote on them. Okay. Um. <laughs> First of all, Joe, I, I, you are adorable. So here we go. She used to live near a large military installation. She was when she was in her early teen. That her mother still did at the time. It has acres of gun ranges, eight, ten warthog training areas. What is that? That's warthog. an eight ten warthog. That's a plane. Okay, a okay. Plane that's uh, for ground uh, air to ground attack. It was primarily used in afghanistan and gulf war stuff like that got it okay they're pretty awesome i i believe you i just didn't know what it was um tank trails and various very mountainous she said that there was this creature thing whatever that would come around their remote mobile home at the same time often of at her of her time of the month i think it meant to say often at her time of the month okay well, okay that is a common and, thing I've heard. Yeah. yeah, she had to sleep with her window closed after hearing odd, creepy screams and smelling some foul um, after too many times. She had an older sister back then that was married, and her husband came up with the idea of recording it. Apparently, one night, they were on their porch and smelled it, grabbed a cassette recorder and made the tape. But the sound got so close, they all got scared and came inside. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh, you know, I've, se I've seen this horror movie where you go out with the creature outside and you're trying to hang out with them. <laughs> you, you do not survive the horror movie when you do that. I'm just saying, I know this. Fast forward to when I was married to her at a get together. I met her sister's husband at the time back then. Now her ex-husband, pretty normal guy. He told me the exact same story. And he apparently sent the recording off to a museum or somewhere and got it back as inconclusive as to what the sounds were. It really creeped me out to hear him corroborate her story. We divorced after only a year and a half. Um, Joe, I would like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. And I'm willing to bet there's more <laughs> to that story. Um, uh, and don't keep in touch and haven't talked in 25 years. But I remember this is probably the more believable story she told me and all the craziness i married into at the time 
So, um, well, it's Joe, I'm glad you're listening to us with all our craziness. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't quit our job to become psychics, though, Mark. No, um, we quit our jobs to become podcast hosts. No, wait, no. What? <laughs> no. Don't tell people that. Um, no, but I think it's, I will say this, I do think it's really interesting because um, we have, I've even heard that, and you hear way more than I do, but um, I, I think a lot of people don't realize that when a, a a female is in that particular time of the month, there is a smell that is um, out there. And not, oh my God, they smell. No, nobody do that. I'm just no, no, saying there's a particular- notice it. Yes. And are, and are drawn to it. That is a uh, common thing. So. Exactly. And- um, it's something that we don't have nearly the scent glands of almost every other creature out there. Like ours are a, a minute percent of what a dog, a cat, any bear, like any of these creatures. So I, I could see that, especially from a mating standpoint. Mm. I mean, that would be my guess if she was encountering this. And um, what's interesting, though, which is something, you know, we talked about with uh, Shannon on the podcast is um, that there, there was no action really taken by this creature, though. Like if, no. if it, it's this big, huge creature, it could break a window. It could it could to a degree King Kong that shit like break in, take her, throw her over his shoulder. It didn't do that. So who knows what that was? What are you? Um, Joe, we're very happy and proud of you. I believe Mark will concur with me that you got out of that situation. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, I, yeah, I, who knows the whole story on that? So there are two sides to every relationship. So, uh, you know, I'm picking but, Joe's side right now. All right. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Joe, Joe's a, Joe's a fan. Now, if the, uh, if the other half wants to write in and they're a fan also, then we have to revisit this case for, uh, for our divorce court Erie travels edition, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh in the meantime no i think that's great and i'd love to hear that cassette uh i love that uh they sent it to a museum and it was inconclusive that's you know that's that's common in all these things because it, it is it's inconclusive who knows what it is you take something out of context who knows it could be a bobcat could be a you know a, you know a wombat who knows yeah <laughs> i love that you went bobcat wombat you managed to pick two things that rhymed yeah, I, I was trying to come up with something else and that just came into my head. So sorry. Okay. It could be it could be the little um goblins that come down the, the roofs. You don't know. Oh, yeah. There's so many things, but Joe, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. We do appreciate and, it. And much. they do seem to hang around military locations. So that's that seems to be a you know, Ocala National Forest has a bombing range in it, and that's you know, a well, common sighting location. So I think that's partially because the majority of bases are out in the middle of nowhere. And that's the idea. Them. Yeah. Put them out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So nobody stumbles on a military operation. So exactly. So I think by default, of course, there are these creatures that are out in the middle of nowhere are going to be in the middle of nowhere. Like that's how that works. Yeah. Okay. That right now, I think is our immediate Bigfoot assessment, right? So I think so. I still like, there's still the great debate are they physical or are they, you know, are they a primate species that are hiding in the woods or are they something not physical, a metaphysical or, you know, preternatural as I like to call. 
uh, that we don't understand yet. And I, I'm still on the fence. I, I, I think we lean one way, we lean the other, depending on the day, you know, and uh, the, the, these stories are the kind of stories where I go, hmm, could go either way. Yes. No, I agree with you 100%. 1000%. Okay, let's take a quick break. Uh, and so we can hear from our amazing sponsors. And we will be right back. Erie Appalachia. Gear up for a frightful jaunt into the darkest reaches of the ancient Appalachians. Folks deep within the Appalachian hollers lean close to the campfire to share stories of the inexplicable with hushed awe. Monsters rumbling in the hills, strange lights darting through the pitch black night sky, horrible occurrences almost ineffable in their bizarre tragedy. Tall tales, you might say. Tell that to the Flatwoods monster in Braxton County, West Virginia, or the Goat Man of Louisville. Look into his humanoid eyes and let him know you don't believe. What are those apparitions in Mammoth Cave's Corpse Rock or the Satan spawn known as the Jersey Devil? How do you respond when confronted by these mysteries? From the metaphysical energy that swirls near Serpent Mound in Ohio to Point Pleasant's Mothman Legacy, Mark Muncy and Carrie Schultz explore the dark history lurking in the shadows of Appalachia. Read by Mark Muncy, author and experts on strange folklore with appearances on shows such as Ancient Aliens, The Curse of Robert the Doll, and many, many more. Greetings, mortals and others. I'm Dick Terhune, the voice from hell. I work with haunted attractions all over the U.S., Canada, and Europe to increase audiences and enhance their experience with highly effective commercials, narrations, animatronic character voices, whatever your dark heart desires. Let me help you do more, scare more, profit more. Find out more at Voice From Hell on Facebook and at voicefromhell.com. We're back. And we we're front, I think. So okay. I I'm still recovering from those Bigfoot stories because those were great. They were amazing. And oh, please keep sending us the stories. We are gonna do Bigfoot episodes. We have the opportunity. We're gonna be at Smoky Mountain Bigfoot. So yep. we will be and we've, all- we've got we've got stories too and we've got some you know my research on it and then we've also got uh we've got experts that are friends of ours that we're trying to bring on to you know so we're still trying to organize things and you know we we, we've got guests as you you've heard us talk to guests a few times we've got more coming so yeah we were we want to get the bigfoot experts because we 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 have our own ideas but i want to talk to people that have more sort of on the ground experience with right. these situations. Boots on the ground because, people always trump the rest of us. So yeah. yeah, cause we just, we just think we know what we're doing, but yeah. um, let's dive into the questions. You want to kick us off? Okay. Mark? Yeah. Let's yeah. So one. these were, these were emails we got and messages we got on Facebook or various uh, social media programs. So thank you all for sending these in. And the, you know, these weren't quite listener tales, uh, but these are things we still wanted to share with everybody. We really appreciate this. And so, you know, if you've got your own question, drop it in. We'll definitely do a second or a third of these, especially if you guys like this. So let us know. Uh, but first one was, hi, Erica and Mark. Been a listener since meeting you all at Pensacon. Well, hey, we had a good time at Pensacon. Thank you, we guys. We loved Pensacon. Thank you yeah. for listening. Yep. Uh, Erica keeps saying she's had all this ghostly history at w- that we'll get into in the future. When do we get that episode? I love all your ghostly tales, even getting into cryptids now. Keep up the great work, Bob. Well, Bob, 
Thank you for asking. So what I just heard from you, Bob, which I think Mark will have to certify, and I'm sure Callie will jump in on this one, um, is you want an episode all about me, yes. which we can do an episode all about Erica. I would love to do that. How about we plan on doing that in October? Cause that's our spooky month. So I will do an oh. episode about Erica's ghostly history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tie into like the old Hellview stories that we did. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So I'm, we're marking it on the calendar, Bob. Put yep. it on there right now. Erica's ghostly stories, October. Yeah, you're going to get it. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for listening, Bob. And yeah, yeah good. There we go. Awesome. Right. You want to read the next one? Of course I do. Um, Cause it might be about me again. I love this. Okay. <laughs> so Greetings, travelers. Hey, oh, greetings. You mentioned using crystals to cleanse after going into a haunted place. What type of crystals do you use? How do you use them? This is from Sandra G. So wow. I uh, I have you, an opinion, but you can say do you want you who do you want to go first? Go for it, Erica. So so uh, here's as far as the crystals go, um, there's a few different ones that you can get. But what I recommend doing is going to um, a proper crystal shop because the proprietor there will probably help you find the crystals that work best for you. What I personally do is I have a bag uh, that has five crystals in it that I it is my travel bag and I carry it with me. It's with me all of the time because the crystals have to speak for you. They're way better experts because part of it has to do with your energy that you have and what you need for protection of your energy. There's not like a one size fits all when it comes to this, but um, I that's what I would recommend doing because there's a lot of metaphysical shops that have um, proprietors that uh, are know what they're doing and can help you with this. So that that is my recommendation. Um, what do you mark what do you what are your uh, me um uh, mike the me i'm not 100 percent a crystal crystals guy uh i am a very much you get out of what you put into it so intention is everything for me so uh i think you can get as much out of a, a, a special stick or a special wand uh that you know you found in the woods uh, you know something like that if you put, I just want to point out, this is the man who had a fear monger living in his house and he hey, didn't even yeah, know about so, it. So I don't yes. know what advice is we're going to take from him. But that's where I'm going with this. Jesus. Is, uh, one, <laughs> one of the stones that was given to me was a big selenite crystal. And they were told we were told that that is about as cleansing as it gets. And I have this big, long, like almost sheet of selenite that sits above our you know, main living room area. And it's been there for ages and we recharge it in the sun every once in a while and uh because that's what i was told that works and uh that's what we that's what we've done and that and i again for using after visiting a haunted place cleansing yourself just say hey I, you know you guys are welcome to stay here you know you don't you know but i'm going home you know so that's 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 my use <laughs> I, I agree. I will say this though, that um, a witch friend of mine did create some protection bottles for the Erie Traveler yes. for me, Mark and um, Carrie so that we had them going to places because I, I do love Mark very much, but he does tend to, and I think Callie will jump in, but he tends to uh, bring stuff home. 
Ain't that the truth? Hey, See? I try not to poke the bear, but it doesn't mean I. Not <laughs> I, I think you're like, there's no bear. It's a giant bear behind you. You're like, there's I no bear. The fur. But, no, yeah. that's more like, oh, but he looks like he could use a hug and yeah. somebody should scratch his ears. If they don't want ear scratches, why do they look so cute? Yeah. That's I mean, their fault. Just because he's got a you know a goat head and a you know and a, you know and a and a scorpion tail doesn't mean he doesn't need scratches. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a thing. That's not. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Sandra, Sandra, for your question. I hope we helped. I'm sure we didn't, but <laughs> no, Sandra, I would go go to a crystal shop and yeah, find go to an expert the, on it. If you walk around, you'll even see. Don't necessarily read the cards. Talk to them, but also go in and see what feels right to you. Yeah. Because you'll be drawn to things. That's just how it works in there. You know, so that's what I would do. So, okay, next one, Mark, all uh, of you. Uh, yeah, this one, read read this next one. And I think it actually ties into this last question. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to read this one then. Yeah. And then you can read the next one because, hi, Mark, your daughters seemed to imply that you have lots of haunted objects. Are you going to open a museum like Zach Baggins in your new place. This is from Delilah. Hello, Delilah. Hi, Delilah. Greetings, traveler. Oh man, Callie. <laughs> should we should we open up a haunted museum? Uh, you can. Go no, ahead. I've, Do I've it. Given, <laughs> I've given haunted objects to museums. Uh, I have not given anything to Zach's place uh, just because, as we say, you know, Hollywood is Hollywood. I prefer. To give my stuff to the real haunted museums i've given stuff to the international paranormal museum up in somerset kentucky given stuff to may stringer house uh, and a few other museums so i you know i don't think i'll open my own anytime soon but uh thank you for the offer so i yeah. mean i know there's interest if you think about it your house is basically a museum it's just you live in it and it's just yeah. all haunted stuff and it's just a place that you exist and in it's an Adams Family vibe. The house is a museum when people come to see them. I was going to say the only part of that whole entire thing that is not accurate is that it's not going to be open to the public. Otherwise, the answer is yes, he's moving all of his creepy haunted stuff. And I have no doubt on our journeys here, he will continue to find more. So we we will talk about that on future podcasts and, you know... When when it's the ghost of Mark Muncie, maybe he'll he'll travel around with his objects and possessions and just make it really weird. It'd be cool if that didn't happen, because guaranteed that would be following me around and I'm I'm good. <laughs> Did I mention I got the protection things for myself? So smart. Yeah, we enjoy. Jolly <laughs> some now. So yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next question. Uh, I don't have a story, but I do have a question. Well, good. you right place here. So where is the best place to report a UFO encounter? I've heard MUFON is not to be trusted. Gene M. So, Ooh. which is well, a gee, thing. What, My father's name was Gene. He was a Gene M. So what's yeah. the MUFON tea? I'm here for it. I, there is, there is a group of people who is convinced that MUFON, the mutual UFO network, uh, is actually a government front that oh, wow. are, you know, taking the information and giving it to places like Bigelow Aerospace and other things like that, that are government contractors. So they're going out and collecting the evidence and then suddenly, oh, no, there's no evidence. 
here. There's no UFOs here. Oh my God, um, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Man, so that conspiracies is a, are wild. I love yeah. this. So now I would say you still want to report it anywhere you can. There are local state reporting agencies. There are, you know, podcasts that you can report to. Uh, Wild and Weird Radio, uh, friends of our show, uh, shout out to them. They've shouted out us a few times. They have their own report site for Bigfoot, UFOs, everything, but that's for West Virginia and neighboring states. But let's say you're in Florida, you want to do it. Hey, reach out to your favorite local Florida horror author. And, uh, <laughs> or, uh, you know, Mark, but, stop plugging yourself in this. No, but I mean, but you can re literally reach out to any local organization if you don't feel comfortable with the big ones and let them file the big report later you know, uh, at MUFON and stuff. Well, it, Into the Fray too, Shannon? Yeah, Into the Fray Radio. Shannon's amazing. She would be uh, probably one of the best places to report any sighting. She has a, you know, she has a email that you can click right on her site too. Or just yeah. click on your travels. We'll report it. Yep. Yeah. Send it to us. We'd love to do that. Okay, next one. I love Eric. I, I, I'm just going to say, listeners, I appreciate you. Uh, I love it. I didn't write these, Mark. No, um, I didn't write these either. I didn't write these are coming in. So I, I love Erica's idea of cosplaying ghosts. Do you think there do you think maybe there's there are cosplay cryptids? This is from Kayla N. Hello, Kayla. I actually, yes, there are, but what I would recommend, like I do with a lot of the cosplay and stuff like that, is put a spin on it for cryptids like if you're looking at doing a mothman add a different spin to it just do like the mothman head and the wings and maybe you know a 60s uh what is it called um what are those little dancer dresses with the tall boots what are those called again you know what i'm talking about like a go-go dancer a go-go dancer go-go yeah. dancing mothman or wow. you could be a lumberjack sasquatch or something like this. I think you could absolutely have a great time cosplaying. But I will say this. A lot of these creatures have a lot of fur on their bodies and stuff like that. Or scales, which means a lot of costume. So I'm just going to throw out that maybe you want to do partial that with comfortable other things. You could do a men in black alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Men, men in black leather. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and do that for... Uh, 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 Carrie suggested a Mothman Dazzler combination from X Men. You know, uh, would be fun. So, but uh, I, I, I think, I think she was talking about reading that again. I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, the cosplaying ghost. We were talking about if we were a ghost, we'd cosplay as other historical figures. Oh yeah. No, I, I, if we... if there were cryptids cosplaying as other cryptids, so maybe they're ghosts cosplaying as cryptids. Maybe that's why Bigfoot disappears and blends into things it could be a ghost cosplaying as a bigfoot i mean yes. that's always been your theory on bigfoot i i think yeah i think you know nessie some of these things i think they are you know ghosts of dinosaurs ghosts of other things if, if a cat can be a ghost why not a dinosaur why not a bigfoot so i i agree and i will say i'm much why more not excited a ghost about as a cryptid. yes the actual cosplaying is cryptid but i could see that because one of the things we talk about a lot in the show is the nature spirit aspect of it and is it turning into what it needs to be to protect the area so yeah. kayla i absolutely think so but 
if you meant the other way and you're going to cosplay, I insist you send me these pictures because now I'm super <laughs> excited about this. So <laughs> any cosplaying you. pictures, I am epically, epically excited about it. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm on the next one here. So uh, greetings, travelers. Hey, I love that people, you know. Greetings. So, greetings. Uh, I love the vampires and werewolves episodes. You two turned me on to some movies I had missed. Oh, I love this next line. Mark was right. Hey, let's just stop it here. Done. We need to scrap this entire. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> says, no. Says, Mark was right. Wolf Cop was well worth the watch. You, you can't just say things like Mark is right. Now I have to undo this. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> you at least He's not you your to, dad, you... listeners. You don't have to deal with this. All right. So the rest of the, the question is, so I have to ask, what are your favorite horror movies? Keep staying eerie, Julie P. What if we do a whole horror movies episode? We should do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna add That's... that to our October one. We'll do our favorite horror movies. I love that. Oh man, the, you know, can we, can we, that's too broad. I mean, that's like, you know. It, it could be horror movies that you should watch this Halloween. Okay. Make it like a BuzzFeed I'll, article yeah. title. I like that. Yeah, because that's how we narrow movies, it down. There are so many. It depends on the day. True. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, well, you know what we could do? We could do our, our top five. What do we, and why don't we do that? Our top five and why there are top five there. Yeah. That'll be 15 movies they'll get to hear about. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I definitely, you know, like I said, I, I do like the idea of best movies for Halloween too. We could even split that up a little bit. So yeah. We so, have options. Julie, you'll hear our wow, best you movies. Up a can of worms, Julie. <laughs> yeah. Mainly because you um told Mark he was right. I need you to never do that again because <laughs> we have to deal with him when he's like this. We're going to get an influx of listeners being like, Mark is right though. <laughs> Yeah, to quote Zaphod Beeblebrox, if there's anything more important than my ego, I want it caught and shot now. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Okay, next one. Ready? Yep. Hi, Mark. And I'm uh, sorry. Hi, Erica and Mark and Callie. Woo! Hey, hello. Hi. Okay. We went to the recent opening of a new KY for KY to see cocaine... Okay, I think I'm saying that right. We went to a recent opening of the new KY for KY to see the cocaine bear exhibit. It's amazing. I'm so glad you told us about it. Are there other monsters we should go see on the road? Roswell and Mothman are on the bucket list. Hope to see you all at Dragon Con. Linda R. Linda, we would love to see you at Dragon Con. Find us. We're going to do a live Eerie Travels episode, at least one. So please ensure you're in the audience and say hi. Yeah, Mark? Mark and I are on a bunch of fairly different, uh, you know, panels at DragonCon. So, yeah. uh, on your way to DragonCon, I definitely would recommend going to Blue Ridge, Georgia, and seeing the Expedition Bigfoot, which is, if you like cocaine bear, it is probably the coolest Bigfoot museum, and run by a couple of our wonderful friends of the show. So, uh, definitely go see that. It is well worth your travel. A little out of the way, but well worth it. If you're coming up from the south, you can go through Darien, Georgia, and go see Alti, the uh, Alahatma creature. Uh, there's a big statue of him in the uh, Darien Welcome Center that's pretty epic. Oh, man, other monsters. Gosh, there's so Is, many. I feel like in Georgia, there's like a 
there was like a gas station that we went to that just had a Sasquatch statue in yeah, the middle the of it. Yeah, truck stop. It's... And we were just like, we were here for gas and like bathroom breaks. It yeah. was it was so random. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's kind of a letdown, honestly, especially when you go up to that Bigfoot headquarters, which is so much better. Yeah. But that place is still interesting. Um, I would say you can see the giant beaver at Bucky's. But uh, my favorite cryptid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, about Bucky's. We're, we're, we're trying to get a sponsorship from them, Erica. Come on. We no, we're not. That's not yeah. a thing. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Maybe dad is trying to get a sponsorship for himself. Right. Dad Bucky's. is trying to get those white chocolate bugle things. That's what Marcus is trying to get. In. She wants a Bucky sponsorship. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but what, you know, we're, we, we are going to be working on a lot of travels. So as we yes. encounter these creatures that are out there, we will absolutely share them with you, but those are a couple to start with. Yep. And then, yeah, those are some early ones. And then, like I said, we've got a series of books coming out, the Eerie Travels books that are coming that we can kind of announce here. They'll be starting early next year. And then uh, we've also got, uh, you know, the podcast. Listen to the podcast. We talk about different monsters every week and places you can go visit. So thanks yeah. for listening uh, so far. Yeah. And uh, we're and glad I'm you so enjoyed glad. Um, Pablo Escobar. Pablo Ooh is actually on tour this year is they're taking them around to different conventions so people can get pictures with pablo escobar so you can see where pablo escobar will be next he will be at scarefest when we're when we're up at scarefest in lexington well i know but that's all the way in october i'm sure he's going to be other places but in the meantime he is at the new kentucky for kentucky store during the weeks uh and just some weekends he's not going to be there so make sure you call ahead and find out what weekends he's traveling so yeah Okay, so the next one is, my name is not important. I need to do this better. Let me do it better. My name is not important. What is important is that Mark needs to mention his encounter with Indrid Cold. Did he mention it on the episode? Are you hiding the truth, question mark? Call me the smoking gunman. Mark? I got this one from a random Gmail address. Uh, The Gmail address was like, gmail1234 at gmail.com hey do you think maybe this is from indrid didn't we say like last episode that he listened to the podcast or something i this one i literally got the day before we recorded this so i had to throw this in here so uh, mark you're not answering the question what oh okay i think i know who wrote this (laughs) no i didn't ask you do you know who wrote this the question is you didn't share your encounter with indrid cold no, I did not, uh, because I don't think I had an encounter with Indrid Cold. I had an, a strange encounter. It was long, long time ago in our land in Kentucky, and we had uh, we were in the forest area, and we had a small airstream trailer that we were clearing out. Me and my friends from the city uh, that I'd brought there, and we had killed a large black snake in there for you know back in the days when you just killed a snake you didn't think about it and uh sadly now i know better thanks to my lovely wife that the black snake kept it from having rodents uh, and probably wouldn't have bothered us one bit but at the time we we killed it and we hung it up on the tree outside as kind of like a warning to any other snakes this will happen to you if you come near our property and uh suddenly this guy came out of the woods and I had forgotten this. And this was a total blank to me for a while. Uh, this guy comes out of the woods and he's in 
overalls, not Indrid's shiny suit, but it was very pressed clean, which, you know, not typical for the woods of Kentucky. Plus, this is family land. The nearest neighbor is an acre, you know, several acres away. And this guy's on our property and he walks out of the woods and none of us thought anything of it. And he comes up and tells us, put the snake on the ground. The snakes will take care of their own. Don't leave it in the tree. You might draw something you don't want. And we just kind of took it off the ground, you know, took it off the tree, put it on the ground. And then he just walked back into the woods and none of us, there was like four of us there. None of us said a thing about it for a while. And then I forgot about it, to be honest. I was on Sasquatch Chronicles uh, podcast a while ago and I mentioned it. And a couple of my friends from that day emailed me after that saying, oh, do you remember this? And that's when it came back to me. And I think it's funny that I we did the episode on Indrid and I didn't bring it back up because I don't think it was Indrid. I think it was something else that happened. Indrid's hillbilly cousin. Oh, okay. you know, we could have been one of the other guys. It could have been Carl Ardo or, uh, or maybe Indrid's son, Connor. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to ask Tanya about it because she passed away before we could talk about it. But it was definitely an odd thing and it is in that area. So Okay, so now we have a chair. So there I you go, you Smoking Gunman. Yeah, I love that. Uh, if you want to send more fun stuff, uh, I hope you are who I think you are, and it isn't the Men in Black emailing me. But <laughs> even the Men in Black, you debunked, quote unquote. By the way, I'm hashtag not in the same boat with him. Please leave me alone. Okay. But I did love the email; it made me smile when I read it. So okay, That's cool. what is the I'm... next one, Mister Mark? Terrified. Okay. Oh, this one's for you guys. What breed of dogs are Garrus and Tally? I love Mass Effect. Erica is a great puppy mom. I think Callie has a dog too, if I remember right. What are their breeds? I do have a dog. I wish I had a story. Where should I go to have a ghostly experience? I don't want to be murdered or see a monster. I want a ghost. I want to see you all on this side. Hope to see you at the Mothman Festival, Alex R. Okay, Alex, I adore you already. I already can tell I adore you. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll answer first and then Callie can jump in. Both of my dogs are English Shepherds. Um, they have the same dad. So they're stepbrother and sister. And don't worry, I got them fully neutered. So we're not replaying anything about the previous Bigfoot story. Um, <laughs> but I don't know how that got brought up twice. Look at how I went full circle. You brought it. <laughs> I did. I brought it full circle. Um, but I love Mass Effect as well. I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to the new game. And then I'm going to let Kelly talk about Pockets, who is amazing. And then we'll talk about going and finding um, a ghost versus um, Alex. I don't want you eaten by monsters either. So or murdered. I'd like neither of those things to occur. Kelly, what about Pockets? So Pockets is my son, my precious baby boy. Um, he is like my childhood dog, um, but uh, I recently adopted him into my own home. Uh, his breed is a Jack Russell Terrier. So he is a handful, um, but I, I love him very much. He gets into all kinds of trouble. His favorite treat is unfortunately poop. Um, and I've been trying to teach him how to kick the habit and he just refuses. Um, 
you know, sometimes it's hard to kick the habit. True. <laughs> Very true. Uh, especially when I've got a cat too, and he loves that litter box. It's, I have to patrol that thing like 24 seven. My cat is very sweet too. Uh, so I have Pockets the dog and then Rocky the cat and he's a Russian blue. Um, I have yeah. Garris and Tolly, which are my two puppies. Um, and then I actually have two older cats. One is a calico named Ripley from Aliens and I uh, American short hair mix that has named Henry that both of them I rescued off the street. So they both have a degree of feral in them and they're both assholes. So, and only come up to you when they want to be pet on their terms. But I I feel like I've done right because I've given them both a wonderful home that they get to be a part of, even though they're mean to me. So I feel that. Yeah. My Um, cat's also an asshole. Yeah. And Mark, you have a, a sort of a dog. You know, I have I have, a, I have a scaly cat. I have a Savannah monitor named Claudius, named after Emperor Claudius uh, from I, Claudius. And uh, let's see. But, I was going to uh, say, you couldn't have gotten more whatever on that. And yep. then, and then pro- we, have a, we have a few snakes and a bunch of spiders. Uh, Carrie could go down the list and tell you them all, but we'll have to do that on another episode. Uh, just because it would otherwise it would finish up the rest of this episode that would be a lot but as far as finding a haunted place here's what i heavily recommend if you're just delving into this find a reputable ghost tour in your area that either does a ghost tour of a specific location or a lot of them like my favorite are the haunted pub crawls because i do enjoy myself a drink when i'm out ghost hunting so i would recommend finding a um and don't drink and drive i'm not i i uber or i have friends take me home um but i would find a uh one that is fun do not go to like some weird uh broken down asylum in the middle of nowhere is your first ghost tour let's do a baby step or two and just find a local ghost tour or a local haunted place like the may stringer house or something like that where you can go do a ghost tour and um be willing to have the experience of being in there but also know there's a chance you might not see anything and there's a chance you might run into something so that's that's my recommendation I, I, mark I, i'm fairly sure you'll agree with me on how to pretty much that. yeah just i also recommend going to historical societies and museums because a lot of them his, history museums they'll have access to history tours and ghost tours those are probably some of the best bets uh, a lot of towns embrace it and do you know tours of their own that you can actually get from the city those are pretty good too uh the uh you know there's always the major hot spots if you go to the savannah you go to saint augustine you go to key west there's ghost tours of plenty in these locations uh jamestown and uh roanoke uh mostly northern Washington, DC. Like you can find ghost tours everywhere yeah every town has them now including uh, a certain mountain village that uh, we're moving to <laughs> apparently yes. has a, a local yes. ghost tour so yeah we're excited we'll 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 have to get more into that okay um i love that and um okay so share at some point some pictures of our 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 little little furry travelers and scaly travelers oh yeah we'll we'll throw them up on the socials yeah absolutely okay hi eerie travelers well hello 
what are your favorite podcasts? This is from Mike L. Well, hello, oh, Mike. Um, simple. I like that. Uh, well, of course, we've mentioned a couple already. In the Fray with Shannon. Yeah, we love Into the Fray is definitely top tier. Wild and Weird Radio is one of my favorites for the heart of West Virginia. These guys are boots on the ground. They are experts and uh, they are can't miss radio. So hillbilly horror stories we're yes and and pauline they are amazing and they tell all kinds of fun stories they'll get you in cryptids of the corn is a lot of fun yeah Uh, morbid i do love morbid of course i love me some true crime love the morbid girls yeah Uh, my favorite murder is carrie's favorite and uh we we go back we like the fun podcast too i Carrie and I's first date was a live performance of Welcome to Night Vale, which is still going strong after all these years. And I, uh, I'm going to throw a, a really fun one in that I enjoy thoroughly, which is one called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, that's a good and one. It is a it's a, a British gentleman whose 60 year old or 65 year old British father wrote uh, an erotica book in his shed and published it but it the entire podcast is him reading chapters of this book to his two friends because these books are ridiculous and not like ridiculous and whatever like it the, anyway it's hysterical i very much enjoy that lore lore is another really good podcast so there are a ton of podcasts out there and, that uh, digital folklore from our uh, our uh, good friends over there uh, they do a kind of a neat modern take on folklore and all that so that's that's a fun one too yeah callie what about you favorite podcasts they're asking Ooh, uh well i my my podcast taste is kind of um interesting i would say i listen to a lot of comedy podcasts like comedy podcasts but also like weird podcasts i mean obviously night vale i'm a big fan um I I like uh, my brother, my brother and me a lot. Um, I like D&D podcasts too. So like Critical Role, Adventure Zone, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty basic. Um, there's one that I just started re- listening to recently that's like been really nice. Um, it's uh, called Depression Mode and it's like all about like therapy and like healing stuff. And it, it's like, you know, going through like all the things in people's lives, like where they have depression, like Patton Oswalt is a guest on one episode. I think that's why I listened to it uh, initially. Um, and it was like a really good, like deep dive into like his own personal struggles. And I don't know, I really like stuff like that too. Yep. From the Shadows is good. Another one uh, that, you know, if you want encounter tales, uh, Sasquatch True. Chronicles is the king of of cryptids. So we, we love that one too. And um you get one you know, more mark that's it because we got to move on to the next question oh yeah i know there's so many uh i would say you know check out your favorite paranormality magazine top 10 list and <laughs> oh that we made the top 10 list yeah. you guys could keep yeah. voting for us keep, voting for that. Us. We'll keep that going there's this really uh, cool podcast called podcast. eerie travels <laughs> yeah eerie travels is good and i do love tales of the traveling tardis uh mm. the traveling tardis because that is uh the one i co-host occasionally if yeah. you're a doctor yeah. So. You also co-host another podcast occasionally. That's yeah, Nerd, true. Nerd yeah. Quest is a lot of fun too. So I was oh, talking cool. about drinking oh. with authors. And this also guy. Yeah, drinking <laughs> with authors. What? Oh yeah. You can lead a horse to water, man. 
Uh, Didn't you record an episode of it today? We Come did, on, man. Uh, you know, a, a, a very <sighs> significant episode. See, we'll Pockets is telling you off too. Yeah, even Pockets is mad. Pockets listens to Drinking with Authors and was mad I didn't bring it up. So, yeah, I'm okay. We're gonna we're gonna go. But Mike, hopefully, those are some you can listen to and um, enjoy. All right. So uh, this one's mine now, I guess. Uh, uh, greetings, Mark. Hey, yeah, nice to see you. Uh, let's see, uh, I've been following you from Tampa J. Hey, great. Tampa J. We love Tampa J. Chris, the girl. <clears throat> uh, YouTube, definitely follow them. All right. So I love the podcast. I caught you live at Megacon. Callie was great as your guest host. Uh, Erica was great on the Zoom. You mentioned some great places in Florida on that panel. I was so thankful when the episode came out because my boyfriend wanted to visit some of the places. Now we have a checklist. We're going to St. Augustine for Halloween. What are some must stops? Thanks in advance, Laura H. You gotta do the sheriff ghost tour. You yeah. gotta. Sheriff That's ghost a must. Tour. Do it before he retires. Get it in there. Uh, the great sheriff's ghost walk. Uh, book ahead. Make sure he's doing it and get in there. Uh, I would say if you can go on the third Saturday of the month, you can go early and you can get into Tolomato Cemetery. They only open one day a month uh, unless it's raining. So that, that you know, but uh, that's the only way into Tolomato. Otherwise, you just kind of stand at the gates. Every ghost store in town takes you to the gates. But if you can get in there, you get to see Bishop, the bishop that exploded. You also get to see a lot of other crazy ghosts there. Um, there are Huguenot Cemetery and, of course, the Castillo are always on everybody's spots. But I really enjoy the pirate museum that's there. They have some really amazing artifacts. And then there's the medieval torture museum, which has a lot of replica stuff, but it also has some amazing original stuff too. So um, I'm going to mention that there is a haunted pub crawl that you can do through St. Augustine. <laughs> and they take you to a lot of the older buildings. You get yeah. a beverage and they tell you the stories in some of them are very creepy and that is one place i absolutely had an experience while we were on this i wasn't drunk it wasn't just me the entire pub crawl was there having a beverage and all of a sudden a glass was thrown across the room so i was like okay time to go we're going let's go they're done wrap it up they don't want to see anymore but it's an it's an amazing amazing place and Callie, the you would recommend the city gates, correct? Visit your old friend. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to see a ghost, I guess if if you're down with that, I don't know if she shows herself to people who aren't like seven and bored on a tour, but yeah, definitely know. more likely to see her if you're a kid. And there's yeah. the Ripley Museum, which is there, which has In a lot of very hotel. So can't be that. And they do a haunted tour of that hotel too. So if you really want that, that's a lot of fun too. I don't and know can't if you get locked in the prison there or something. The old no. jail. Yeah. The jail they I... don't do lock-ins anymore. But they still Good. will uh, yeah, that's there's a reason. But they'll let you come visit. And there is a ghost tour there. That place is... stressed me out, man. No, thank you. They do have um this is my favorite location in St. Augustine um there's a hippos popsicles very, yes. very good popsicles um high key recommend uh there's lots of good good eating yeah the one of the original columbia houses is there for yeah. spanish eating and uh oc whites if you want a, a haunted fish and chips so there you go yes big okay. fan of their fish and chips yeah 
Okay, here we go. Next one. Hi, Mark. Okay. You're welcome. So, hi, Mark. <laughs> uh, you have to say hi back, Mark. Hi, hi. Okay. Been a fan for years. Okay, this is going into that stalker territory. No, hey, just... <laughs> love it. Bring been it. Bring it. Been a fan for years. I wish I could have seen Hellview. I've seen the videos on YouTube and listened to an episode your daughters did with you. The website is down for it. Are you ever bringing the books back? I saw one on eBay for $100. Why is it out of print? I'll keep listening as long as you keep podcasting. Rachel J. Rachel, we're very excited about that. Mark? We will keep podcasting as long as you all keep listening. So, but, uh, and, and if you, you know, keep uh, following our sponsors and helping them out too. Otherwise, okay. you know, we this may is not. about your Hellview book. I wish oh, you'd pay yeah. attention to these questions. The the Hellview book is out of print. I did it with a co-author who I no longer am associated with. So that is why they are out of print. And you know what though? Maybe at some point you can revisit or throw a little bit in the um Erie Travels books we're gonna be. Yeah, watching. that's true. I could do that. Yeah, especially since we're working on the uh, Erie Travels Tampa Bay. That yeah. might, most of those stories came from Tampa Bay area. So so we I can probably we will, throw those in there, but they I were, gonna, they were spooky versions of the legends and that's what they were. These were, these were my Hellview versions of that. And yeah, the website, they mostly were from the website and sadly the website is down because the haunt isn't there anymore. So there was no reason to keep paying, to keep the website up. I still own the, the domain just because I use it for email sometimes as a, as a backup email. But, uh, so what I'm never going to say by that is a junk email. email. Yeah, I'm never going to say Hellview is never coming back, but uh, we never did get Hellview.com. It was owned by a religious site that went out of business, and then GoDaddy bought it. And because Hellview.net was getting thousands of clicks every October, they were like, oh, okay, our domain's worth, your Hellview.com's worth $10,000. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> wow. Well, I think you should in the Erie Travels Tampa Bay because that's the first one of our books that's going to be coming out. Why don't yep. you just throw a few things in the stories that we're including in there about what the Hellview version was, and then we can yeah. we can do our best. Yeah, and sadly, the company that printed the first one went out of print. So uh, to be fair, some of those rights are kind of uh, they went out of business. So some of the rights are kind of up in the air on those stories. So that's why it why we did Tales of Terror Tampa Bay for the second book it didn't bring help you into the title because i wasn't sure what was officially ours or not but uh now you know even that is gone now so you know if you're looking for some real deep mark muncie lore you should look into american luchador oh gosh <laughs> that's his first book and well, it is yeah. a, a book that he used to read me like for bedtime and it was I like i never did Yes, you did multiple we times. We read other things. You okay. also read me American Luchador. <laughs> Mark, you I'm going to go Beth. with Callie on this since you didn't uh, even know there was a fear monger in your house. That's you true. Literally. All memory. Oh my God. Okay. So all right. we'll do our best to include more Hellview stories and we're very sorry it's out of print. We can't do anything about that. All right. So well, Rachel, uh, this, thank you for listening. No, this yes. is mine. Yeah, this is fun. I'm loving this, gang. Yeah. Thank you so much. Keep these questions coming. So, Oh, actually, this next one is yours. Never mind. I don't even know where I am anymore. Okay, so greetings, travelers. Hey, greetings. Greetings. Uh, Destiny's episode was great. That's I ordered both Destiny her albums. Great. When can we get the Eerie Travels theme? Ooh, good question. Uh, Dicter Hune should guest on the show. His voice is cool. 
Well, uh, he and Mark can do a scary voice competition, and Erica can judge. Stay eerie, Mel T. Oh, well, Mel, thank you. And we are going to have Dick on our show. Yep. The situation is it's spooky season. It's already begun. So he is yeah. super booked up. So he'll be a guest with us probably November, December time frame. Yeah, after the craziness dies down, he's got to do his post-haunt reviews and stuff like that. We probably will get him around Christmas time or sometime early in next year. Yeah, but, uh, we 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 we've got much ahead for Mr. Dick Terhune. So yeah, no, we've got some things cooking as soon as we're done with the haunting season. And I would love to have a scary voice off. I already know who will win, but I'd love to see Mark <laughs> cry because, um, yeah. So just yeah, gonna would, say that I can would do impressions be... of scary voice people. I can I can do a really good Peter Laurie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, we'll have a competition when Dick's on the show. That we'd love that. And I used to, I used to do a very good Boris Karloff. So he's just going to do impressions the rest okay, of the stop, show. Stop. Mark. All right. Um, but we will say that um, we 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 can reach out to Destiny to get the full track because there's some really fun, exciting news coming with a partnership between Destiny Beard and Erie Travels, and we will be announcing that very shortly but it involves the road to mothman so yeah, no, we can't can't talk about it too much right now uh don't want anybody jumping the gun but uh just know there is, yeah you will be able to get it soon so yes so that'll be very very exciting okay yeah. i think this is our final one our final, final one, one. Final one. okay it's for go. me yeah I, 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 this, you, I put this into the end because i wasn't sure if you were going to be on so i'm glad you were able to jump in so me too. okay so here we go I have a question for your producer, Callie. Okay, I'm. that sounds dangerous. I don't know why I got the heebie-jeebies, right? That <laughs> Here we go. You grew up in with haunted objects and a haunted father in a haunted house. <laughs> so far, true. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, I'm crying. That made me laugh so hard. Okay. Do the ghosts follow you home from visits? Um, I do have a favor to ask. Don't replace Erica and your dad. I'd be sad. <laughs> I love Erie Travels while I'm driving to visit my folks. See you all on the other side. Lisa V. Oh, Lisa, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. See, Kelly can't replace us. The fans have spoken. Well, listen up, fans. If you want to keep Erica and Mark employed, you should keep voting for us on Paranormality Magazine. And once we hit that number one spot, Maybe they could sweat a little less and I'll stop threatening it. That's not true. I will probably threaten it forever. Yeah. I don't feel very secure. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna make good on these threats. Just FYI. I, I feel like they're they're just fun. They're fun. It's true. Um, but they, I need to keep them on their toes. Um there's a question. No, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. Um so it depends on the visit, which is why I don't go over there much. But um, I love that there was a song that went with. Thank you. <laughs> I sing sometimes. Oh, that's fine. the next album we got. It. That's the secret. You weren't supposed to tell anybody. That was. Uh, no, that's fine. Together on an album. So. No, uh, I can't carry a tune in any bucket. Um, but yeah. Um, so. In the Hellview Cemetery episode, we talked about Sarah, which is an entity that has been attached to my dad for a while. 
there were a couple times that I swear to God, Sarah was in like my first apartment. Um, and I, I can't even really explain it too much. Cause it was mostly just like cold spots or like, I saw like a shadowy figure like hovering around in like a dress type thing that made me assume like, Oh yeah, that's probably Sarah. Awesome. I can't sleep anymore. Um, you know, just things like that. Um, I mean, beyond that, like, there's definitely, like, sometimes just a bad vibe that comes home with me. Not that my dad's a bad vibe or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, sometimes, like, you just, like, I don't know, sometimes your dad shows you a book and it gives you a bad vibe and you don't want to be near it and you just want to, like, throw your hands up in the air and walk away from the situation. That's more what's happened. I don't know if I've ever had anything specifically follow me home uh, in a haunted mansion sort of hitchhiking ghost way. But uh, if I ever do, I'll definitely talk about it on the podcast for sure. Um, uh, there was another part to that question and my brain just like no, that zapped was it away. That was it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure. It, it's definitely weird. Um, there's one particular object in my dad's home that gives me the worst vibes. And it's like this raggedy Ann looking doll. Mm. I, I'll fuck with that doll. There was one time dad put that doll outside my room. And I, I literally, like, I wanted to jump out the window. I was so terrified. That was one of the Hellview dolls, right? We kept it in Hellview for a while. Yeah, in the room that I worked in. Yeah, like it looked creepy. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's the only reason you put it in that room. You also thought it was <laughs> really funny. Room. Oh, yeah. It's real funny to watch me jump, Muncie. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> See, you got to stop saying stuff. Literally, we just <laughs> went through how Callie needs to not fire us from this show, Mark. <laughs> and you're just poking <laughs> the badger with the stick. So stop it. He likes poking the bear. We've been over this. We've come okay. full circle. Yeah. Well, at Again. least the bear is not mating with its sister. Okay. Yeah. Now that we've gone full circle for the episode, not the incest again. Yes. <laughs> yes. We want to think. Always bringing that back up, Erica. What We're going to find the tag past explicit. I don't understand what <laughs> happened. You're welcome. You're welcome, audience. No. Um, we want to thank every single one of you that wrote in, asked us questions, sent in listener tales. We yes. love it so much. Thank you so much for more, listening more, to more, us. More, 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 please. Yeah, we have so much fun sharing all of this with you in all of our shenanigans. And please send us stuff we'd love to talk about on the show. If you have questions, please feel free to ask us. As you see, we love answering them and um, we love your listener tales. So keep it going. And of course, come out and see us at any of the um, shows that we're going to be at. We're going to be at um, Smoky Mountain Bigfoot's the next one. You can come see us at. And then, of course, Dragon Con, that was mentioned. Me and Mark will be um, uh, uh, slithering around Dragon Con. So, you you know, if we don't blend in with our favorite um, popsicle stands and stuff, you, you'll be able to catch us if we move and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. And, then, um, uh, and then Mothman right after that and uh, other events yes. coming, coming soon. So keep an eye on the socials. That's the easiest way to track or just eerietravels.com. When, when it's working <laughs> well hopefully it's working now Mark. Yeah, hopefully. it should be it should be 100 percent now so okay well thank you all very much and mark take us away yeah uh gang thank you so much and greetings travelers all thank you so much for joining us on these listener tales and please send us more 
click on that link at the uh, Erie Travels website, send us a message. It doesn't have to be a story, but we really love the stories, but we also love these questions. We, you know, tell us if you want us to do another questions episode, you know, mention it on the comments. Yo, please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, gang, we will see you on the other side.